Hey, Carla. Yeah, I can't see you. Okay, let me. Do we I'm, have I'm, on the phone? What? Seven six eight one and seven six eight seven. I bet that's the Carruthers. Yeah, we're we're on the phones today. All right. We're on separate phones because we're doing I other see things. That. Yeah, yeah. So we're here. Hi there. Hi. I hadn't got a reminder, so uh, I'm here at the retreat, and so I was a little discombobulated. But I'm here now. Yep, we're all here. <laughs> and I, I think Robin will probably be joining us soon. Um, she said she was babysitting. I thought I have to look. I just got a message. Let me read it. Oh, okay. Um, we're just at a training together. Says no, I'm babysitting, but I don't know who it number is. It says uh, eight eight four seven. That's not Robin. Uh, well, it's somebody. I don't know who it is. <clears throat> so maybe she'll be here. It could be Joan Coletto. Oh, yeah, that's possible. Oh, yeah, babysitting, huh? Thanks for the reminder, whoever said it. I sent it, uh, but I didn't send it to everybody, and I just heard back from Kazi, and she's got company, so she won't be there. Okay. There's Robin. Ah, there she is. I can't hear you. She's Linda Soto today. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of you. Yeah. So I, hi Linda, hi Carla. <laughs> I just saw some people chatting and saying, um, and I don't know who they were, but they're not going to be here. So I thought, well, I'll just see if Linda and Carla are going to yep. show up. <laughs> yep, and the Carruthers are joining us on the phone. Yay. Hi, Robin. Hi. Sorry, I haven't been back to you. No problem. It'll all turn out. Yeah. I thought I turned my video off. Sorry. And Joan Coletto is the one that's babysitting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Hmm. Uh, thank you. Of course. Did want to pray in? Go for it. Me? <laughs> and in my heart. So present to this now moment to connect with my brother and sisters, I guess brothers, maybe and sisters in in Christ. In our learning, our healing, and share 
and share. You're open to allowing whatever comes up for our healing and for the healing of all. So grateful for this opportunity to support each other and all of life in growth and expansion. We invite the entire company of heaven. We know that they are constantly surrounding us and supporting us, and we are grateful, grateful, grateful. And we share all this, all this, all this growth, expansion, healing, joy, love, freedom, forgiveness with everyone because we are one in grace, gratitude, joy, love, we allow it to be. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll say <clears throat> something. I'm here at the Forgive and Be Free retreat. I am <clears throat> was asked by asked well, asked by Angela and to come here and support Jennifer and I. I am really allowing. I can see the. <sighs> I, I can feel it the, in the edge of the, the judgment, I guess, that, um, oh, something, I don't know what it is, you know, what can I do or whatever, and I'm letting that go, and I'm just going to also energize, um, the, I, such a, um, I think I shared about how the ticket was was purchased for me. It was like, how can I get there? I have no idea. God, let it go. And I shared, and and it was it happened. It was amazing. But it was even it, it's like continues to be amazing always, every day, every moment. But the day before, uh, I think you know that that. That my flight, I got a text message. It's interesting because nothing I got from, because the ticket was bought for me, seemed like the other person got all the information. They had to forward it to me. But this is amazing that when the flight was canceled, I got the text message the day before. <laughs> and, and I'm like, that it was canceled. And so I had a choice to wait until the day of or, 
um, to come early, and I, I chose to come early. I could see also the doubts, what the mind stream, you go, whatever you're going to call it, wants to, you know, me to energize, but I'm not energizing what that, if that, whatever that choice was, is what I chose. And, um, I just, everything just seems to be falling in. My roommate, she, I got the ticket, I got, changed my flight and it was like within four hours or something and she just had these plans to go to the post office and do stuff and, and um, I wanted to go to the bank but I just let go of everything and just was present with what I was and it's just she, and she was available and it was, I saw that it was all perfect um, one well, it's probably many things, but this is the way I see. Is that she was going to take the airport like 4 o'clock in the morning, and she was nervous because the it was icy and still freezing. It had been for a few days, and she was kind of nervous about doing that in the morning. And because I left during the day, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to worry or feel that. And so it was changed. I don't know if it was changed for her or what. You know, it just I saw that helpfulness in it and um and whenever i got that message i could feel there was like muscle memory or something i don't know what it was but that i could feel some sort of something and um my hand's shaking now but um and I really, I just energize more than I ever have. The calm, trust that everything is going to work out. And when I called the airlines and they were supposed to call me back in 15 minutes and they didn't, <laughs> I just called them again and stayed on hold. And um, everything just worked out. And... I don't know, it's kind of amazing, actually, how we're given an opportunity by life and events that seem to happen to us, but they're actually happening for us, by us, whatever, to for our healing and our growth and given an opportunity to choose again and to energize what we truly desire, you know. Can you hear if it popped on? Is it loud? Thank you for um, sharing that demonstration of trust and faith. It's a great reminder. And I I really appreciate when that happens um, in my own life and in other people's lives because it, it seems to be one of the things, I think we were talking about this last week, um, continuously pops up for me is trusting, trusting, trusting. And, um, you know, there are, there are times and they're coming way more frequently than they used to where 
I have complete trust and faith that everything's going exactly as it should. And then there's other moments that gratefully are happening less frequently where I allow myself either to the past and worry about things that are happening now based on my experiences of the past or projecting into the future and being concerned with things that aren't even happening yet. And, um, so I love those demonstrations of trust. So thank you so much, Carla, for sharing that. I'm really grateful. Just really grateful. I've been, I don't know, as I remember, I'll take 10 seconds, a minute. It's not usually five or 10, <laughs> but throughout the day and just, I'm grateful and I'm loving my God self. I'm grateful. It seems to be helping. It's like supporting myself. Well, Carla, I thank you too. You used the word calm um, and that seems to be uh, a word that I'm using more. It's, it's like a key um, for me to, to, feel, to be able to go to that center. Uh, for some reason, that word is um, very comforting and opens and allows that uh, trust and faith. And so my mantra is, um, or when I take those moments, like you're speaking of, is is um, using that that I am um, I am resting and staying calm in my higher holy self, or or you know in God or with the Holy Spirit, and it's sort of like a practical. Um, just a practical tool or a mantra that has really opened. It got me down to North Carolina, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Holy, I mean, really, that was my mantra driving all the way down there was no matter what, I'm staying calm. And so, I mean, that has just become integrated, integrated. Um, so thank you. I'm just, I'm, I think that's a wonderful word to use when you, when we get, um, when we fall off the horse or get a little undone or, or lost, is that word helps me a lot. So, thank you. I've been using um, the last two lines in, in the one of those seven, uh, not seven sacred rays. Um, I think it's Patricia Coderobles. About something about I remember who I am or something like that. 
and I say it periodically again to myself. I haven't done it in probably a week, but some days I do it more. It's like, I am peaceful, powerful, and filled with divine love. For I remember who I am. I'm a divine child of God. And all that my mother, father, God has is mine. I think it's really important exactly what you're saying, <clears throat> Linda. <laughs> Is it um, um that what we tell ourselves <clears throat> I believe so much the thoughts in my mind that this the voice and what we tell ourselves from our higher self what we tell ourselves is so important. And what we believe is as, as equally important, and it is important what you're saying is what we tell ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I find so helpful in doing the, the mastery journal work. Because I can, when I sit and think about what I'm going to write, allows me to um, really think about what I've been thinking about, you know? <laughs> really notice my thoughts and how they're affecting me. Um, and then allow. The opportunity to choose a different thought, or to believe it or not. Well, that's the key there. I yeah. think you spoke it. Whether you believe it, whether you're like, I think, um, and the teachers of Ramana it says something like, uh, "The voice speaks because you're listening." Yeah, that makes sense. When you, I don't know. That, this is coming off the top of my head, I don't have it with me, but when you stop, you know, when you stop listening, it, it's, I don't know if it stops, it doesn't seem to stop right away, for sure, but um, when you, I think it's when you learn to listen <clears throat> to the truth. That's what you hear. Yeah. Yeah, I was noticing um, last Wednesday, I didn't get to do my morning, my morning practice because things happened in the morning that postponed them. And um, the last Wednesdays are normally the days that I take off of all of my jobs so that I can focus on um, dinner and um, doing errands 
uh, for mom and taking mom to doctor's appointments or whatever. And last Wednesday, I didn't have any of that scheduled and we weren't doing family dinner because Christmas was coming. And so my thought was the whole day was going to be for me to do my spiritual practice and to wrap Christmas gifts and just to spend in silence or listening to music or, you know, whatever I wanted to do. Things happened that didn't allow me to do that. And so wrote down like my false belief was I deserve a day off for myself only (laughs) because I could hear those thoughts in my head going all day long. This was supposed to be my day off. And it's like, really? Come on. (laughs) Laugh at it. And that made such a difference in how I felt about it. And then the little moments in time where I could just, sit and take a breath and focus on my heart or just breathe. And, you know, the day started to just all of that matter that was going on in my brain stopped, finally stopped. But I, in the moment, I remember feeling like I'm going to go insane if this doesn't stop going through my head over and over and over again. You know, I could really make myself crazy with this. Mm-hmm. See, that's the key, though, Linda. What you tell yourself, you're going to make yourself insane. So, like, that's, that's the time, you know? To go, hmm, not interested. (laughs) Absolutely. And I had a little realization. Are we gonna say something, Karen? No, that was me. I just oh. popped. <laughs> I can say something. Or I can wait. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna change. Well, I was just gonna share kind of the situation that I find myself in right now and what I'm what I'm working on, and that is that we're we just got back from New York where we spent uh, Christmas week with our New York daughter and tomorrow we go to Boston to spend a few days, about three days of New Year's with our Boston daughter and son. And then we come back and pack up and go back to Oklahoma. So this is a huge transition time for Karen and I. We're in Rhode Island. We drove in here last night. We're here today. We go to Boston tomorrow. So this whole concept of leaving this beautiful place here on Silver Lake and going back to Oklahoma and trying to decide, you know, what do we need to take for the four months at least that we'll be there and before we come back. And it's quite a, it's quite a uh, challenging mental activity. We, uh, for me personally, I like it so much here. Uh, part of my ego self is like, I don't really want to go back to Oklahoma. <laughs> of course we need to. 
and um and I guess the the issue is just to I mean not the issue the the way to deal with it is to understand that all things are lessons God would have us learn and that God has a plan and that it'll all work out fine it's, you know we're getting ready to take our dog and make a four day drive across the country uh, after the I don't know, third of January so it's uh, it's quite a time that one could I could allow myself to be in anxiety and fear or agitation about it uh, or any a number of other uh, uh, suffering inducing uh, thoughts or decide this is just what God's told us to do and it'll work out fine and it will be a really interesting adventure and it'd be good to see, you know, all those kind of more positive thoughts one can have about doing it. So anyhow, we appreciate your prayers and support around that transition time and that it'll turn out the best. And I know it will, even though it may not seem so from time to time, but in the true self knows that, that it will be, you know, the best for us. So thought I would just share where we were and ask for your prayers. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I thought I heard from uh, your wife that you're considering selling the house, right? Well, we are. We are considering it, but in Oklahoma, yeah, yeah, Oklahoma house, the homestead, as you would say. But you know, we here we have to kind of get there and kind of see what that's like, and um, and then if we would sell it, we probably would like put it on the market in March, maybe do some repairs and other kinds of things to get it ready for sale and put it on the market for March and hopefully be done with it by May, you know, so we could be out here permanently and, and so forth. But that's, we haven't made that decision yet. Um, and I guess we're waiting for more guidance about that as, as well. Um, so that, you know, Karen can chime in if she wants, but there, you know, there are just a lot of, a lot of thoughts and feelings going on around all this for us. So, so yeah, we, I, I hope we'll be back. It, go ahead. Go on. I was just going to say, you know, we will probably we will be back here in Rhode Island in the spring, whether we sell the house or not. You know, I and mean, if we don't sell it, we'll have to try to find somebody to stay in it and go another year or whatever. I think we both have full intention of of this Rhode Island being our ongoing permanent place eventually, but uh, I don't know about the timing. So that's all. What I would add to that is that um, as part of my spiritual journey, uh, I look for patterns that come up for healing and, uh, and, and see how, um, well, not see how. I, I just identify patterns that come up for healing, and the pattern that's coming up for healing right now is transition. So uh, as we count down to packing up and leaving and all that uh, and do our preparations, I'm aware of the other times in my life when I've gone through big transitions, like when I was a child and I would go to camp, and um, I loved being outside all day, every day, playing and doing camp, and, and I remember dreading going back home and being in a house with a roof and the structure of that. So I think that was probably my first transition. I remember well the transition when college ended, 
and these people that I was very close to suddenly were all saying goodbye, have a great life, knowing that really our paths weren't going to cross again. And yet I stayed in touch with a number of them and still do. Um, so transitions, oh, transitioning into parenting. Oh, my God. I mean, there is nothing to prepare one for what it's like when you become a parent and shift into that lifestyle, let alone when our children then all went on to college and left home and now we're alone. So this is another transition. This is one that in the, the, I never anticipated this one. This one is really different. I just didn't ever give it any thought that we would leave Oklahoma and live somewhere else. I never gave it any thought that we would try and do this thing where we live here part of the time close to family. And then we go home close to all of my friends and it's, there are two delicious choices. There's no question about that. And yet I have been feeling a lot of anxiety and fear and uncertainty. And I'm grateful for the spiritual practice, which allows me to think of it differently and to think of it as being in the flow. What does it mean to be in the flow of divine love? It means to stop looking at form and saying that defines how I feel and how I am, but rather to look at the cause, which is I'm here to serve wherever I am. Um, what am I to do? Where am I to go? What am I to say and to whom? And I was inspired a few weeks ago, and I think it was perfect timing, as Holy Spirit always does, um, to hear, we watched the documentary about Yogananda, and he's the man that brought the practice of yoga to this country back in late 1920s, and how he was really very content with his life in India, and uh, and yet guidance said, you will go to America. And he said, oh, of all the places, why America? Why would I? But Garden said that, and he came. And, you know, he had quite a, an experience here, and I recommend that documentary. It's quite good. Um, and then he ended up going back to India eventually. But what I took away from all that is that uh, if you lean into guidance, you don't have to ask why or how or when. You just follow the guidance and know that if I'm partnering with Holy Spirit and Jesus on this journey, that all I need to do is just show up and uh, they'll take care of everything else. And uh, so these, these lessons just are kind of endless in terms of the um, form, whether it be being in New York or or being in Oklahoma City, or whatever, those are all form. The practice is knowing we are always safe, that God goes with us wherever we go, that everything is unfolding for the highest and best, and then just take a breath and relax back into it. And I would say in terms of um, things coming up for healing, that's that's one of the really this transition is a very significant one. The other thing I would say is as we are uh, approaching the reboot class on Monday, which Rich and I have now rearranged our um, schedule so that we can be back here in Rhode Island for that. And uh, I'm looking forward to participating, but I've already started thinking about what is it that I want to commit to uh, in my spiritual practice this coming year. And, and um, in order to do that, I've been really examining some of the activities and thoughts and, and things that have been going on. And um, this trip to New York was an example of uh, going into a place which 
you know, two years ago, I was, I was in tears at the end of the year in that reboot class saying I'd taken an F minus in masterful living, uh, that living out there in New York and I had broken a rib and I was in a lot of pain, but and my daughter was experiencing cancer treatment. It was, it was a really challenging time. And, um, so this time going back, we went to the same place for dinner on Christmas Day. I mean, it was like revisiting all the same things, but then also, and feeling some of those same feelings of, oh my God, I, I just can't be here. I need to pack up. I got to go. Uh, Jen and I had uh, an argument or I don't know. I wouldn't call it an argument, but we had a emotional conversation. And, um, but what I was aware of is that um, as compared to a couple of years ago, we moved through it with grace and ease. And I found myself um, trusting that it was happening for good. And um, I had difficulty just catching my breath and breathing, but just there was a, there was that still quiet voice within that was saying, just trust. It's going to be okay. Just keep trusting, keep trusting. And you don't need to run. Separation is never the answer. Love is always the answer. And then Holy Spirit would in some way inform, affirm that and something would shift. Or I had this beautiful little prayer that my granddaughter and I did uh, around the situation. So I felt the creeping in of my spiritual practice into a situation where two years ago I felt completely um, alone and frightened and I'm going to open my door and let Anna out. So I could, I could make that comparison. I know Jennifer says to compare is to despair, but in this case to compare was to feel like, Oh wait, there's progress going on here. Um, this is good. And uh, it helps me clarify where I want to go forward this year. And that is to intensify my commitment to, to really get more consistent with my practice. I don't have to intensify anything. I want to get consistent with my practice day by day by day, regardless of where I am, of starting the day with my contract, of starting the day with my prayer, starting the day with um, reading a cor- the letter lesson in A Course in Miracles, you know, really being very intentional that that's as important as taking a shower, as important as eating breakfast or having a cup of coffee or checking emails. I mean, that those things are really the foundation of my day, and that's got to be where I began. So I'm getting ready for Monday's class, both looking back, harvesting, and moving forward with commitment. So that's kind of where my check-in is for today, and I uh, appreciate you all showing up for the for the community call because it's really helpful for me to um, have you all as prayer partners and as supporters on this journey. Um, holding hands together and moving forward is so important, and um, I'm, I'm just very, very grateful. That's it. have to second that sentiment um, Karen I also feel like um, this I really 
interested on focusing on my dedication and devotion to doing this work because I have seen time and time again that when I am in a challenging situation, how this really saves me from going into a, a dark and dismal place. And um, so I so appreciate all of you here for for this community call um like i saw um like the mlc3 folks had a community call a few days ago and um one of their participants showed up and nobody else was there and that participant was really having a challenging time and could really have used the support of their community at that time and there was nobody there with them for their community call. And it, it breaks my heart because I know how important it is to have that support when you're feeling a need for it. And um, so I just want to thank you all for being here um, today and every day that we have a, a, a community call or a class. Thank you so much. Wow. <clears throat> it feels like I was debating on whether even saying this because I was thinking like it was like ego or something. But I think Jennifer put out the <clears throat> message that it, the time may be changing for Ascension Pathway next year. That she's going to put out... Um, A, a survey? Yeah, survey, but I haven't got it. <clears throat> I don't see it. I think it'd be out by now, but usually, you know, this, the classes are together in the beginning of the year, and so uh, maybe she can put it out yet. So, so whenever you, I, I was debating on whether I should say it, and then you talked about the support and, and all that stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, I should. And so, um, I don't know what to ask for. I don't I know that everything that happens is helpful. Everything. So if the time changes and I can't be here, um, that's helpful. And then I'm going to put it out. The, um, the latest I can do is 10 o'clock in the morning. Pacific time, so that's like one o'clock Eastern. So, if you're able to and interested in supporting me and being able to be here, whether it's my high school, I have no idea. Um, I'm just putting it out. <laughs> now it's my chance to have no attachment to what happens. <laughs> And thank you for being willing to ask for what you would like. It's a really big uh, I'm not sure what it is, but it's some I'm interested in energizing more and in that the in 
and again not being attached because everything I know is helpful. So, um, but how do we do that? And that's the key that's been going through my mind. How do I do that and not be attached to what happens and to energize it? And I guess I'm practicing. <laughs> Thank you for helping practice. Practice, practice. Yeah. I lost the call there for a moment. This is Karen, and so I'm not sure what you all just said. I, but for myself, I love this time. I've kind of built my schedule around it, and I'd like to continue with this time. Um, and uh, I like the consistency. It's just it's worked out really, really well for me. And um, so I, I, I'm very happy with this. The other thing um, about people not showing up for community calls, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. What came to my mind immediately is sometimes when I am feeling like someone has let me down and they haven't um, shown up um, in whatever way, I'm, always, I'm just practicing remembering that, um, you know, people always disappoint, but that's not because they're people or anything else. It's just that it is a perfect reminder to me that uh, my safety is in God and that um, I'm never alone and that sometimes when I feel alone, that is Holy Spirit reminding me to focus on where love is always present, safety is always present, and there's no lack or limitation on that at all. And so um, I have, that's been one of my practices is when people change plans or don't show up or whatever is just to realize, oh, there's an attachment to something that is in form, whereas what is real is always available and abundant and um, present. And what's the difference between attachments and expectations? Are they the same thing? I don't know. They're just words. <laughs> I mean, attachment, I guess, if I, you know, attachment for me, I think I'm going to have an emotional reaction if I, if whatever I'm attached to doesn't happen. Expectation, I guess, doesn't seem to, for me, semantically doesn't have the uh, the emotional component that an attachment does. Hmm. I guess I think it's that, that it is that, that emotional attach that the emotional response or whatever <clears throat> is an indicator <clears throat> whether they are the same. Oh, I'm gonna have to clear my throat. Hold on. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, for me, an expectation is more like a preference, and an attachment is more like if. If what I expect to happen doesn't happen, then I'm going to have a negative emotional response to it. That's just how it feels for me.
in our family, we use the, the term expectation management quite a bit. And I think what it is really code for is um, setting an expect, being aware of expectations, which are really attachments, but expectation management means if I know something isn't going to happen, I'm going to uh, shift my thinking around it so that I don't feel disappointed. <laughs> I think it's a good plan. I mean, it's, it's something that I think is kind of fun, like, you know, just for expectation management, what's the percentage that you're going to show up? <laughs> and, you know, that can be very helpful. But ultimately, when, when an attachment, what, the easiest way for me to identify attachment is when I feel disappointment or, or go into judgment, you know, and then it's like, oh, gosh, I had an attachment there. Now I get to let it go. And God, I'm so grateful for that concept of for every time I'm aware of that and let it go, it's just one less time that I have to do that. Yeah, I like that expectation management. That's interesting. Actually, I, I'm not sure I want to. That's in that. Is that control management? I mean, I, I think it can go either way. Anyway, we want to, but <clears throat> I think I've done that. <clears throat> management. Hmm. I think that's a key <clears throat> to what I was just expressing <clears throat> that <clears throat> when you ask for stuff and then expect it and then hold on to the attack, that's, isn't that the <clears throat> somehow there's a management in there? Gosh, my voice. Um, no, I'm not supposed to talk evidently. I would just like to share that I have signed up to become a facilitator for um, the mastery circles in MLC 1. And um, it certainly is out of my comfort zone. I, I feel that it's important for me in moving forward to stay with Masterful Living that this door is one I should step into. Uh, it certainly brings up those patterns of unworthiness and not good enough, not smart enough. 
but I'm I'm can see my growth in that I am not as terrified as um, I might have been earlier on. I woke up in the middle of the night or at some point and started, uh, had a worry thought or just the thought of facilitating came up and I said, I said, I don't have to be afraid, which is pretty much my M.O. in life. And, and I, there was just this real, there is some nervousness, and I think that's pretty normal. Uh, I think I have a higher level than most, so there's my specialness. But, um, and then I, I, I'm reading this um, beautiful daily book called Jesus Calling, and it said you you don't ever have to be afraid because I am with you, and it just was like such a rush of um, experiencing spirit within. You know, I'm not like uh, right now. It's, I can't say oh, so I don't have any worries, but. Uh, it's certainly, I, I, you know, I can do this. Um, it's a, it, it, but it's, it is a stretch. So there's a lot of technology that I hope is unnecessary, <laughs> uh, but would be nice to know. Um, there's, there's just a lot of growing that can happen through this my the deep desire of my heart is you know that I want to be of service to others and want to hold that space for healing and certainly I will be doing that for myself so I guess part of what I've just shared would be uh, a prayer request that I can stay calm, that I can always turn within, I can always rest, I can let go of the past and not worry about the future, and trust and have faith that this is what I am to do. So thank you. Well, we, we gladly pray for you, Robin. Thank you, Anna Marie. And I'm sure all of us yeah. will do that. And I can understand it is very challenging because we we don't know how it works out, but it will work out, I'm sure. Yes, that unknown peace. Mm. Thank you. I'm glad you all were here so I could share that. That's good. I personally am so excited for anybody who's in your sacred circle, Robin. (laughs) They have quite a gift waiting for them. And, you know, 
I mean, when you're saying that, I'm remembering so well how scared I was of my prayer calls my, my, when I was assigned a prayer partner the first time and the second time and the third time, and how nervous I was. And I was like, what do I need to do? What? I don't know anything about this, and, and I won't be good enough, and I don't know anything. I just was so, so full of fear. And now, you know, I, I just so enjoy my prayer partnerships and how fun it is to move through fear and laugh at it and realize that, you know, when we learn to laugh at one fear, then we begin to realize we can laugh at all the fears because they're not real. They're just not. They're just fears. And, you know, when we know who's holding our hand and who's gently guiding and walking with us, and we've all seen it demonstrated already so many times, you know, it's just like, well, let's put this fear on the on the altar and let's put this next one on the altar so that we move forward fearlessly. And then what better thing to do, bring to a sacred circle than that growing body of evidence that our faith and trust is always rewarded. And um, so I'm reminded I haven't filled out the surveys and I haven't decided, I haven't volunteered yet. So I need to do that. I just don't, I just have been so far away from emails and all of that stuff, but I think I will also join you in that practice. Thank you. And thank you for reminding me because, of course, the miracles has given me so many opportunities to go through the fear. And um, I, I just feel that the fear has lessened because of just what you shared. My first prayer partner or a few, uh, it was just so scary. And, um, yeah, so thanks. Thanks. Mm. I have a, I had a realization. <clears throat> I used to, if fear isn't real, it's like we're given the meaning to everything, right? I do. At least that's me. I'll speak for myself. And I had this realization that when something was happening, I was supposed to do something and, and something <clears throat> happened and I started feeling this thing, this feeling that I thought was fear. And I, I go, what if it's not really fear? What if it's excitement that I think is fear? And it's really excitement for something, some new growth opportunity or some, I was like, <clears throat> and I, so I started, I, I don't always remember to do that. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> I started calling it diff something different, something, right? I wonder if I can ask you a different question. I have never been in mastery circle. Is uh, Jennifer still holding the mastery circle or are these all sacred circles now? Well, this the sacred circle, like the weekly um, counseling call that she does, she's still doing that. Oh, okay. The mastery circles are actually, they're like mini community calls that um, that were offered to the uh, Masterful Living students this year. Next year, she is extending that to everyone. I see. You can sign up for a mastery circle next year. Um, whether you're continuing with uh, Ascension Pathway or Masterful Living, 
it's going to be offered to people who have been in masterful living like ever. Okay. Okay. So if you signed up for masterful living one in 2011 and you never signed up again, you can still participate in a mastery circle next year. Okay. So, well, obviously it's clear. I have, I have been in this masterful living one, two, three, and so on. And um, so I, it's open to me to to sign up for mastery circle. In other words, that that's good. And um, I actually I signed up for for ascension pathway. I feel that it is for me it is too demanding to follow all the mass all the sacred circle uh, or the all the masterful living courses and. I just feel it's it's so it's very time consuming and I don't have the energy to do it all or or else I will just listen to it and it it will lessen my time for personal work or or for my it will reduce the time for um for more uh, personal, thing, you know, praying and things like that. I feel I have, to, uh, it takes me, it takes a lot of time for me to take care of my husband, even though I have a health aid. He frequently now, lately, he wakes up in the middle of the night. There is no telling when I have a, can have a good, Good night's sleep and when not. And um, so it's, uh, I have a very irregular life now. And uh, so I felt I sign up for one thing and I can always listen in to a, one of the masterful, uh, the masters, the masterful living circles or so. So that's where I am. But um, at the same time, especially the last for the last two weeks, I was not even able to read the emails. And so I also ask, are we automatically enrolled for for January 1st, this three hour session that she um, mentioned at one time? Yes, you should receive an email. Um, if you didn't, I'll, if you've already you've already signed up for Ascension Pathway for next year. Yes forward you my email It'll be at the very top so you don't have to go searching for it <laughs> okay oh so I will get an email for that to yeah. access that um, that three-hour class yeah. I just noticed in my personal email that I've already received uh, for your New Year's reboot so I've already received the email I believe it came today yes okay. all right all right because I Sometimes now I, I feel I don't know if I did everything that I have to do to continue properly. You know, I definitely did the, the, the Ascension Pathway sign up. That's done, you know. So, okay. All right. Yeah, you're all set, Anne-Marie. Thank you very much. I appreciate your help. You're welcome. And I had that same experience last year when I decided to 
um, sign up for Ascension Pathway, one of the, the things that I was concerned about because I had been one of those people that would listen to all of the classes and all of the community calls and I was starting to feel that overwhelm, like it was too much time, you know, taking yeah. and my mom and two households and um, jobs and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> so I, I made the decision when I signed up for Ascension Pathway that I wasn't going to should myself. Yes, yes. About not participating in all of the classes and all of the community calls for anything except for Ascension Pathway. And it mm-hmm. keeps, I will go on one of the other classes. Yes, yes. But I'm not shitting on myself as far as not signing up or not listening to every single call anymore. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, that's where I am at. So I decided this year I just hold on to Ascension Pathway. Mm. Well, thank you very much for your information and your experience. It helps me. Thank you. I have a question because uh, I have not signed up for Ascension Pathway yet because Jennifer said you could sign up all the way until January 11th. Uh, mm-hmm. what, is that, what does that mean? I'm, is the reboot class only for people who've signed up? Well, you can sign up for it separately. Um, okay separate class. I think it's like $45 or something like that. I can't remember exactly how much it costs. So you can sign up for it separately, but um, if you sign up for Ascension Pathway, it's automatically included in your classes. Right. So you actually have to sign up for Ascension Pathway before or, or you have to pay $45 and then your Ascension Pathway fee as well. Yes. Okay. I mean, you'll have a replay if you want to listen to it later, if you decide you don't want to sign up for Ascension Pathway until January 11th, that's fine. Right, right. Okay. All right. Good to know. So, Linda? Yes? Yeah, uh... I feel like I under I feel like uh, I've been out of the loop with emails this last week with Christmas and family myself and I and I'm I'm just being redundant but I I think I saw an email from Jennifer saying if you want to do the 3 hour reboot you need you do need to sign up for Ascension Pathway or your class, you still don't have to pay for it, but somehow you have to sign sign up for it if you want to be able to, I, I guess, go live with that. Now you're saying that we all will get it. So I, I, that's the next thing I have to do, like after I get off this call, is to check that out. And can you help me? Does that yeah. one that you you sign up earlier without paying to be live and be a participant? Yes, and what I'm just now reading at the bottom of the email that she sent about the New Year's Reboot, it says, if you register for the New Year's Reboot and decide to join Masterful Living later, you can apply the $44 to your tuition. Okay, okay. 
what date is that email so I can go back and look at it myself? Um, I got it today. Oh, okay. I, I just looked and I don't have that and I did sign up for Ascension Pathway. So maybe it's just coming to me a little bit later today. Sometimes they hit different times, but yes. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for it. Who, if I don't get that, who, who is the right person to contact to get that information? You are or, or admin um, or what? I, yeah, I would send it to admin because that way Glazy okay. can forward you whatever right. you need. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And of course, uh, we were all supposed to do this. Uh, I don't remember what you call it. You remember she wanted all of us. Um, I don't remember what she called it. The, act the activation session. Yes, the activation. And um, I was too late to sign up. I mean, because there was nothing available. So is that automatically that I did write in that I wanted to sign up. I don't know. Is that automatically going to come to me now in the new year that I should, I can sign up now or it will just show that it's available now? Well, you, you can go back into that same link. Um, Angela added more uh, available sessions today. Okay the sessions available after the first of the year starting today. Okay, great. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. <clears throat> What's the name of the email with that link? I got. I, I can't do it until I get home. Do you know? Is it the activation sessions? Okay, so the, the email that I was talking about that I just got, it says, for your new year, Reboot with a yeah. question mark. Uh, she, and then she the other about one that. was about uh, activations. I'm, I'm looking up to see if I can figure out what the name of that was. Hey, Linda, while we're doing uh, admin things, you know, I did the activation session about a week ago, and the, the, yeah, I guess the, the the tape of it or whatever was supposed to be sent to me, but I haven't gotten it. So is that an admin thing again? Uh, let Glazy know. Yes. Yes, okay. let Glazy right. know. Yeah. yeah so like the other uh, email has the activation session sign up. The subject line is activation session sign up. <laughs> okay. And, and, and sometimes didn't they say something? Wasn't there an email about? <clears throat> Sometimes the sessions weren't, it was a, a flaw in a recording or something, and, and they may have to do them again. Yeah, when we first started doing these, oh, we so set up okay. sessions so that each of the counselors were doing them from their own personal um, Zoom account, and then we discovered that when they did them from their own personal Zoom account, there was not the option to save the recording to the cloud, okay. which is um, very difficult, if not impossible, for the link to be sent to the person that was receiving the activation session. So you have, I'm not sure when exactly you did your activation session, Rich, but if 
who, again, if you email admin and let them know when your activation session was, they let you know if they can um, figure out a way to get you the recording or have you sign up for another one so that we can get you a recording of one. Linda? Yes? Hello? Hi, Robin. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I did the, uh, all of this is, you know, I'm sorry we're having to take this time. I had the active, the active, but, wow. Can't get the word out. Yeah, and um, I did it under the auspices of finding freedom. And I've never had this. Uh, re, I've never had a, a call out for the following processes or the next two. And I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, we haven't started those yet. Okay. Um, okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we're still uh, in the process of writing the script. Oh. Okay. Great. Thanks. So this is because this is new. It's kind of like when we started the. Um, what are now called the mastery circles, but when we started the sacred circles last year for the MLC one folks, right? It's a learning process. So what we're the intention is that these will be offered on a yearly basis, and you will receive the opportunity to have an activation session, and then an acceleration session, and then an accountability session. And those names may change, but it will be three sessions to help you get really clear on one thing that you would really like to see a shift in in your life, how you can support yourself to facilitate that shift, and how you can create accountability for yourself um, to keep yourself going forward in shifting that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I might need to leave soon. Um, yeah. Enjoy your time in uh, Unity Village. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I feel complete. Um, so anybody else has anything that they'd like to share? Otherwise, I'm, I'm content. Yep, I'm good. Would someone like to pray us out? I'll do it, uh, Linda. Thanks, Rich. Okay, hands on, hands on our hearts. Dear God, dear Holy Spirit, 
we have so much gratitude today for this opportunity to get together and visit and and share experiences with our prayer partners. We're grateful for the platform on which we can do that and thankful to Jennifer for arranging this. So grateful to each of you for the willingness to share your thoughts, say your share your your uh, the roadblocks we may have at times and share our victories as we overcome that and move into a more peaceful and loving place. We ask for your blessings uh, on not just our prayer partners and ML people, but all those people in the world that are yet to achieve uh, atonement and that are feeling suffering. And we ask that you might walk close to them and that you might surround the, those suffering people with angels that they might uh, turn on the light and the darkness goes. Uh, we ask for your blessings on this coming year, particularly with uh, as we develop our own new contracts and and uh, go through the process of rebooting. We ask for blessings on Jennifer and all the group in uh, in Missouri as they go through their session, and other teachers like Marianne Williamson is also doing a, a similar thing in Los Angeles. And we're grateful for all those people that give so much of their time and their life to helping us find our way in, in the calmness and developing calmness and peace. So with that, so it is. God bless. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rich. Sure. Thank you, everybody. Right. Okay. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Go Year. Go in peace. Happy New Bye -bye. Year. Safe traveling, you two. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, Anna Marie. <laughs> We're still here. You're muted. You're muted. Thank mm -hmm. you.